0: You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slap it. Podcast. It's the last <laughs> chance for you. Last chance for me, it's the last chance for you. Last chance for me, it's the last chance for you. Last chance for me, it's the last chance for you. Last chance for me, will I make it? Will I take it to the top? we gon' gonna see it's the last chance for you. What up, what up, Real Coach JB back, man, Friday, December 11th, trying to talk through this voice, Uh, I'm getting a little better, but uh, no, I'm not sick, I got fucking little laryngitis, so if you want to call that sick, but it's really like a horse, and uh, I get it every year, man, it's fucked up, God's telling me not to cuss everybody out no more, I guess, but listen, man, um, quote of the day, man. Get you guys going on this slapdick podcast. We are what we do, not what we say we'll do. Let's make no mistake about it. The title of this show is we are what we do. The quote is we are what we do, not what we say we'll do. And we get that twisted, I believe, in today's fucking society. We have that totally twisted and just because we apologize, people think it's okay. No, we are what we do. Don't get it twisted. Not what we say we'll do. Not because we apologize later. And I'm going to get into the show and what that all means. <clears throat> First of all, uh, this show is brought to you by Manscaped. Get it back cracking. 2020 has been a year of things happening that is completely out of our control. But there is one thing you can't control and that's shaving our balls, men. Women, too. Not that you need to shave your balls, women, but you need to get your men's balls shaved. So go buy them some Manscaped. Use my promo code SLAPDICK. Get you 20% off plus free shipping with the code SLAPDICK at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use my code SLAPDICK. It's time to grab 2020 by the horns by shaving that front trunk, gentlemen. Take your grooming game to the next level. So get into this fucking deal, man. We are what we do. That's the title of this show. All right. Um, And I'm going to say, you know, what I mean by that, getting into it. But it's time cats own up to what we do. And not just drop an apology that means absolutely diddly shit because you said so. No, you are what we, what you do. We are what we do. You are what you do, not what you say you'll do. And I think we got that shit entirely fucking twisted in this day and age. And I think we need to get over it and understand and read through the fucking lines and read through the smoke and the fog and the gray area and start calling cats for what they are, not what they say they are. And I'll get into it. A few things I've missed over the last week and a half I've been missing, man. Uh, My alma mater, shout out to fucking Fort Hayes State for beating um, Kansas State by like fucking 20. Shout out Fort Hayes State. My main man, Mark Johnson, who was the coach. He was an assistant when I played at Fort Hayes. He was an assistant basketball coach. Good dude, man. He apparently had COVID. So shout out, Mark. Um, He had COVID. Matter of fact, I'm going to send him an email. He had COVID and didn't even get to coach in the game. And they beat Kansas State by 20. Further proving my point about basketball. A lot of cats are going overseas or or NBL or whatever, D-Leagues and all this shit. And talent is starting to be spread out very, very thin. And it is very, very equal. Just telling you. When Richmond beats the shit out of Kentucky and fucking Gonzaga is taking over, you just know Gonzaga has been solid for 20 years. But I'm just saying. They shouldn't be better than Kansas, Kentucky, UCLA, fucking Duke, North Carolina, Villanova. They shouldn't be better than them. But they are. And so, further I've been saying it, NCAA, you're about to lose your ass. And I'm just telling you guys, nobody gives a fuck about your March Madness no more. One year missing and people have forgotten you that quick. So, just saying... Throwing it out there. LeBron signed a two-year, $85 million deal before AD signed because everyone thought we were trying to get fucking uh, Giannis. But uh, AD signed a five-year, $190 million deal. Paul George signs a fucking four-year, $190 million deal, maxing out. I think it's a huge mistake for the Clippers. But further proving my point again, the Clippers are who we thought they were. They're a JV organization that is renting out the Staples Center for another year or so. And, uh, <clears throat> they are, uh, you know, you thought bomber was the savior cause he's all this money. No, it's the same organization, man. Paul George is, is a, is a no show in the playoffs. Great talent. And I'm glad he got his money, man. Being from LA wanting to finish his career in LA. Great for him, man. But he would never got a dime from me, but, I'm about results and results oriented business is what this is. And it's a, what have you done for me lately business? And he hasn't done shit, but we're paying people like that. 190 million. But if you look at the marketplace, just like I talked about quarterbacks last couple months ago, when you look at the marketplace, it tells you, you have to pay him that money because when fucking you got mid level players making $150 million Then you're going to have to pay him like the top 10 uh, paid players. Like six of them aren't even like superstars. It's like crazy. Like Mike Conley is like number six highest paid player. So I think Steph Curry's one like. It blows my mind, man. What people are paying these young dudes because uh, it's the day and age, man. That's what we are. Hey, I'm not mad at them. Shit. But, you know, don't bitch about holding out. Don't bitch about crying about a bubble. Don't bitch about any of that shit either. For us common folks out here who are having to struggle to make ends meet, don't slap us in the face either. Go make your money. Shut the fuck up. Go play a sport that you make, you know, a quarter of a billion dollars is a lot of money, man. Giannis has a $250 million contract on the table. I mean, it is what it is, right? <clears throat> but uh, we are what we do. But do the Lakers have cap room for a third guy? I mean, I think they'll figure some shit out. I'm just telling you. Winners find a way. Losers make excuses. Don't ever get it twisted. I missed uh, the podcast over the over the last week and a half because BYU and Coastal came up to an agreement. I have two kids playing at Coastal. Uh, they both play a lot and did a great job. And they're they're great. Great mid-major team, man, and they'll play anybody anywhere. Great staff. Um, put that game together. I think BYU beats them on a neutral field in, a, in within a week in advance of prep. I don't think BYU should have ever played Coastal Carolina. I'd rather have BYU played Ohio State, to be honest with you. I mean, I mean just being honest. You know why? Because if you're a coach and understand football coaching and understand football, Coastal Carolina runs true triple option you might as well be playing Army or Navy. That's what they do. They're running freeze option. They're running loaded option. They're running fucking counter option with freeze trap uh, action in the backfield. They are doing a lot of shit, and they didn't do anything different than what they do on offense. But when you have to prep a a team like that for a defensive team, you're going to struggle with two days prep. I'm just going to tell you. So there was a reason Uh, I believe BYU is a good team, like I've been saying. I think that was a game they should never have taken because of what the offense that Coastal Carolina ran. And just remember, you know, BYU showed some moxie to play them. Kalani, a good friend of mine, the head coach, of playing them because they needed to play them, right? And at least they had the nuts to play anybody. But that was a bad team to play because of what they do on offense. And it bit them. It bit them. But kudos to BYU and Coastal for putting that game on. Great game. And, uh, hey, I still believe in BYU and think they would have beat them or a lot of other teams uh, with a normal week of prep. So, So it was a good game. Cam Newton last night struggled mildly. I mean, he looks horrible. I've been saying it. Lamar Jackson, horrible. Cam Newton, horrible. Murray, horrible. I've been telling you guys, it's a flash in the pants. It's going to last for a few fucking weeks and it'll be done. Uh, You know, and I'm saying that generally speaking, I mean, you know, it might last a year or even a year and a half, Lamar Jackson, right? Cam Newton had one year in his career that he passed for over 60% in his career. I mean, this isn't nothing new, him being under 60%. We can't blame COVID. COVID. We can't blame COVID on his percentage because he's been bad. So Murray, his size is going to bite him. Plus the, the he can't, it just it ain't going to work, man. I've been telling you guys, you guys talk shit, think I'm talking shit. And I've been called everything, man. Trust me. I know the position. I know what the fuck works in the NFL. I've been seeing it for a long time. I've been saying it for a long time. I called the Fence Young situation. I called the fucking Teddy Bridgewater deal. Or Teddy was not Teddy, but uh, RG3. I've been calling a lot of them, man. And uh, and it goes back to resources when they're young. Black quarterbacks don't get the resources uh, that the white quarterback gets. I'm just going to be honest. Or they don't have the resources to go to camps, clinics, do all these things. They're worried about fucking survival, um, eating, you know, their mama working two jobs, et cetera, et cetera. And then they get to college, and they're the best athlete on the field. They get thrown at quarterback. And nowadays, with the era that we are in as coaches, we just want to play fast, put them in the shotgun, fucking, you know, be the 12th man in essence, um, kind of like how defenses use the, The sideline is a 12th man. We want to do that with the quarterback by plus one in him to the defense and going fast. And when you're a freaking nature athlete and you can play a quarterback position, it changes the game. And those guys aren't being taught anything about quarterback play. And they go to the NFL as freaks and are set up for failure because they've been set up for failure since they are in youth football. Nobody looks at it that way. Nobody wants to dig that deep. But I have done data and research on this stuff, and that's what it is. So Joe Burrow's dad is a Division I football coach. He's been coached his whole life. He's been in camps, clinics, and everything else. Mechanics and everything has been taught. He's fundamentally sound in every aspect, and that goes for all kinds of those guys, quarterbacks. And it's a fucked up stereotype, and it is a a fucked up deal, but it is the truth. So, you can call it what you want, but <clears throat> it is what it is. Um, and I don't think the Ravens can do anything, and they've fully bought into this whole situation. They fully bought into Lamar Jackson because their backup is Lamar Jackson. That third string here is McSorley. He's a, He's a fucking Lamar Jackson. And I'm not saying that they're the same, but what I'm saying is they're athletic QBs that can't really throw the football, and that can take a pounding, and they can run. And it, the organization that the Ravens has bought in fully. And kudos to Harbaugh and the organization for saying, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna draft Lamar Jackson. We need to make this an entire program. We can't have Lamar Jackson running triple, and then our backup comes in." and his fucking Ryan Leaf, and we're back in I formation, running play pass, throwing the football all over the park, right? Doesn't make sense. So if you look at all their quarterbacks, they're all a stigma of Lamar Jackson imagination. Um, <clears throat> but it is what it is. So I think they have to overhaul the entire offense after this year as an organization and get back to NFL-style football because the college style is not going to work when NFL defenses are responsible-based defenses. That means the five technique has the fucking running back every time. The scraping backer has the quarterback every time. Yeah, did Lamar Jackson just gashed Dallas on power read? Of course. Will it work here and there? Of course. Dallas is the number the worst rushing defense in the fucking NFL as well. But the Ravens averaged two hundred and fifty yards rushing a game. They ran for three hundred yards on the Steelers and lost. You still have to complete passes to wide open guys. Cam Newton couldn't throw a fucking hitch ball last night. Like the ball is going into the dirt. So, you know, Murray's on a four-game losing streak. They figured him out. Let's keep him in the pocket. He can't see over any lineman in the NFL. He can probably barely see over the fucking center at Coastal Carolina, who's 5'8". He's not for long in the NFL. The NFL stands for not for long. You have to understand and I, 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 I wish people wouldn't keep blowing these cats up as giving them false hope. And then everybody wants to talk shit and hate on me for saying it or whoever says it. I'm sorry. The truth does hurt, man. <clears throat> um, You know what? I'm going to get into this show. We, we are what we do. All right. I go hard at everything I do. I cuss. I drink. I give back to whoever I can give back to. Thanksgiving fucking took 30 fucking plates of food that I had left over that I made that I wasn't going to eat by myself and took it down here to all homeless on the street just living where I live. And uh, because that's what I've done my whole life. I don't need to film it and put it on Twitter. I don't need to fucking be patted on the back for it. But I also don't need to apologize for when I cuss out kids and coaches and get them where they could not get themselves. I don't need to apologize for saying something that I know I wasn't wrong in saying. I don't need to apologize because I resigned at Independence and ESPN puts out that I didn't apologize for shit. No shit. I don't need to apologize. What did I need to apologize for? For graduating more players than any junior college in the history of junior college football? In a four-year span? For getting more kids Division One than any junior college coach in the history of junior college? For having more junior college players make it to the NFL than any other junior college coach in the country? For getting more kids Division One than any other junior college coach in the country. For having the highest GPA and the highest graduation rate. For never having a kid get kicked out of a four-year school until this year when my, when my son, Emmett Gooden, made a horrible mistake. First kid out of 250 kids in 2018 years. Pretty good track record. I need to apologize for being that guy. <clears throat> like y'all say, you got me fucked up. We are what we do, not what we say we'll do. I didn't used to say, I'll get you D1 and not get it done. I told kids in their house and their parents that I'll take care of them like they're my own. And I'll get them D1 if they do what I say to do. What I tell them to do. In the most constructive way possible. Because. And that's just what I'm going to say. So. I'm not apologizing for being who I am. Because that's who I am. <clears throat> but the golden boy of ESPN. Kirk Street Continues to get pass after pass after Pass. Let's not get it twisted. He blasted me after Last Chance You came out. He don't know me. I've never met him. Don't know me for shit. I know some people that know him, and I've, 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 I know some things, and I'm not going to say nothing about him uh, other than he's the golden boy on ESPN, and this is not the first time he's came out publicly, publicly and blasted somebody or said some shit, and he's done it with colleagues. He's done it about me. He's done it about the latest issue with Michigan the University, right? Comes out and blasts Michigan during a fucking pandemic, mind you, right? And, you know, while he was breaking down the playoff football deal, you know, he, he insinuates that Michigan could and possibly should use COVID as a fucking excuse to duck out of the game versus Ohio State, which was just canceled. He said Michigan waves the white flag. He should wave the white flag and potentially uh, avoid playing Ohio State. You know, to me, if anyone else says that shit, you know, you're probably fired or fucking suspended or, or or something like that. You know, you know, he played at Ohio State and and uh, but anyway, he comes out and does this bitch made ass fucking ex- fucking apology on on his on some fucking you know Instagram or whatever just like him crying that time you know he comes out on ESPN crying about the fucking deal this dude is a fraud man the dude's a fraud and people want to fucking say how great of an apology and stand-up guy he is and he came out and apologized like he should and he's a great dude And all this. We are what we do, not what we say we'll do. Shut the fuck up, man. Jeff Sims got fired at Missouri Southern. I haven't said shit about it. I don't give a fuck. And I see him on a podcast a couple weeks ago talking shit about me. I didn't say nothing. I don't give a fuck. People ask me, what's your thoughts? I don't have any. I didn't respond. Why should I? And I'm not here to rub nobody's face in it, right? We've all been there, right? We've all been fired. We've all had to resign. We've all had situations. He has other situations pending. So they fired him after a year. He came out and made a statement on social media. And then there's people on there saying, what a stand-up fucking dude you are you don't have to apologize. Thanks for everything. Really? We are what we do, not what we say we'll do. Let's keep it 100 like all y'all say. Let's make sure we keep it all the way funky. Curp Herb Street has done this over and over and over and keeps getting a fucking pass for apologizing. it makes it makes it pisses me off number 1 but it makes no fucking sense because you make these weak ass apologies for what the damage is done apologies are for liars cheaters and sneaks let's keep it a hundred man apologies are for liars cheaters and sneaks shady cats that's what apologies are for. That's who apologizes. We all make mistakes. We all have regrets. I I, I hate to use the word regret. I don't like to use regret because I don't, I don't have any, I don't look in the rear view mirror. I don't look back because I'm not going that way. But <clears throat> I don't apologize for something that I'm doing for someone that I know is going to benefit them in the long run. And if I have to cuss and do things in a, an orthodox fashion, so be it. That does not make me the devil, you judgmental fucks. But Kerb Hurst Street can judge anyone he wants, say some Outlandish ass shit, and then apologize and be totally fucking exonerated from it. <clears throat> no. You are what you do, bruh. Not what you say you'll do. You already did it. You are fucking fraud. Let's keep it real. You wanna apologize now after you say all the shit you said about fucking Michigan during a fucking pandemic? Like come on, bruh. Did you guys hear the did you see the AD of Michigan? Like, did you hear he came out and was like, you know, it's ridiculous and sad that a dude on ESPN can say those things and, and, you know, to insinuate and and say things about another program. Like, man, it don't make no sense. I'm in fully agreeance with with the AD manual at Michigan. Like, totally. I'm in full agreement with them. You know, he said, to say that about college football and these student athletes around this country who are r- trying to play games during a pandemic is ridiculous and sad. It is. And Herbstreak said it without any type of remorse. You didn't see him say it with remorse in his fucking throat, in his eyes. He said what he said. He said what he said about me. I, I'm not, I'm not doing this to, to get back at curve history. I don't give a fuck. He's way bigger than me and has a huge platform and he's the golden boy, right? I'm just calling it what it is. We are what we do. Not what we say we'll do. He's done this over and over and over and over. And you motherfuckers keep giving him a pass. When are you going to recognize that he is what he says, what he, he, he is what he does. When you guys going to recognize that these motherfuckers out here that do do what they do are who they are. Not who they say they are because they have fucking issue an apology. You know why I don't apologize? Because I don't lie still and cheat from my kids, from my guys, from my coaches, from my players. I don't need to apologize. Apologies are for liars, cheaters, and sneaks. I was once told that, and I, I stick by it. You apologize because you fucked up, but you did what you did, man. You, you Make no mistake about it. People bash me for apologizing. Why? What, what did I do to apologize for? Why do I need to apologize? Like I said, for graduating my dudes, for getting them to fucking D1, get them to the NFL? No, I'm not apologizing for it. I didn't lie to them. I didn't steal from them. I didn't cheat them. I didn't sneak them. We apologize because we did some fault, some fucking fraudulent ass, crybaby ass, bitch made shit. That's why we apologize. Anyway, <clears throat> Mike Shurseski came out, made a statement about his opinion, and I agree one thousand percent with him about what that the college basketball should halt. They should stop. And I agree 100%. Um, They also canceled the rest of the non-conference slate, which I agree with. And he's taking heat because people are trying to say that he's calling, he wants to quit because he's lost a few games. Like our, to me, this is a joke, right? This has to be like a big-ass fucking, you got to be shitting me, man. You're talking about possibly the greatest basketball college, basketball coach ever to walk behind John Wooden, in my opinion. <clears throat> it, to me, it's, it's John Wooden, Mike Shicheski, and Geno Ariyama in the basketball world. Men or women, I don't care. And I think you you know after that you have like Roy Williams is up there and, um, you know, you got a lot of guys that have won some some championships. You know, you got Dan Tony, or not Dan Tony, but my guy at Michigan State who's great, um, Bob Knight. I think you put in that mix, um, Dean Smith. There's guys out there. But I think Shaseshki's done it for now 40 fucking years, man. He's got five or six championships. He's got guys in the NBA Hall of Fame. He's done it right for as long as it's been done. Whether he pays dues or not, I don't give a fuck. What I'm talking about is... <clears throat> what he does and what his product has proven over the years as that... Nobody, and I mean nobody in his profession should question what the fuck he has to say because he's lost a few games this year in a pandemic. So for this guy, fucking Oates, I don't even know who Oates is. He's the head coach at Alabama who looks like, you know, Mike Szczecins probably nutted him out fucking twice in his life. He's not even, what is he, 40, if that? Who gives you the right to question Mike Krzyzewski? I I don't understand it. And it furthest proves my point of how soft a fucking country we are because a grown man that is a coach is now salting dudes on social media. Man, we're so fucked up. Like, no respect, and you wonder why our players act like they do. You're at Alabama basketball. You replace Avery fucking Johnson. You're horrible. And who the fuck are you to question that man? He's forgotten more basketball than you'll ever learn in your life. He'll have more players play in the NBA than you'll ever see in your life. He's going to get the best players in the country over you every year. And he's going to be 80 soon. And you question because he's lost to Illinois. (laughs) Like, no, he does it right. And his kids love him because he cares for the kids. And he's not just out here for a money grab like you probably are, you fuck. And like everybody else is. And all you fucks want to appease the NCAA and suck their dicks. And you want to come out against Szeski and your own colleague to say that about him? Get the fuck out of here! By the way, Mike Jesse still looks like he's forty-five years old. So I don't know. He does a hell of a job with his hair, and uh, that motherfucker does not age. I don't know. But anyway, um, my man Cam Newton looked horrible last night. I, I told you. You know, golf still scares me. Um, I still take the Seahawks over the Rams all day long because of the quarterback trust. I trust the quarterback play from Russell over golf. Um, so I don't know. So did you heard about this kid, this guy who hit those two kids at a pop Warner youth organization uh, over that weekend uh, last week. He this guy, this coach who says he's a coach. He's not a coach. He's what I call a part time part timer. Right? He works another job. He wants to just coach To say he's cool To his homies That's what this guy is He's a no Reflection of a coach Okay Number one Number two Found out he's a sheriff Shocker So for all you ignorant fucks out there Who don't want to recognize That idiots come in all shapes Sizes and colors Are fucking blind recognize it shut the fuck up everybody's a fucking idiot every color race creed we all have fucking idiots this guy ain't a coach he's not a fucking he's an idiot and he wasn't even his own kids he was hitting so <laughs> this guy's a sheriff <clears throat> you got guys like fucking shannon sharp coming out like i the fucking buried him <laughs> all this shit Hey man This is the soft world we live in though You'd rather film it Young people You'd rather film it If that would have happened 25 years ago Or 30 years ago Or 20 years ago or, or just Or yesterday with me But anyway I wouldn't have been filming it The camera would have been up the dude's ass And all you soft fucks that watched that shit go by Referees included assistant coaches included, family in the stands included, all you that chose to film it instead of go down and beat his ass are cowardly Twitter hand fucking cowards and you are the people on social media that need to prove to me your resume, show me your resume and do what you say you do and because you are what you do, not what you say you do. The fucker that filmed that is literally talking if you read if you see the unedited film version of it. My buddies in Florida and sent me it and was like, listen to the real uncut one. The kid is up there filming it like, oh man, I'm taking this viral. This just gonna get me 20 fucking thousand followers. That's what the dude filming was saying. That's the soft world we're in. Where you would have seen the camera drop like some scary movie shit, and you would have just seen the fence on the camera, like hood ass fucking high school film back in the day. When you ever, if you coaches know what I mean, filming high school football, and it was, you know, you get the gate, you get the, the girl's ass, you get the girl cheerleader, you miss the play. That's what we used to have to break down, right? That's what you would have saw if I was filming a motherfucker, because it would have dropped and I would have been out on the field beating his ass. And so would about a thousand motherfuckers. But we want to film it. And fucking talk about getting Twitter followers off of it. Man, we got to fuck. We're in a different world, bro. I'm just telling you, man. My boy Debo died, man. Compton native. Compton. True and true hub city. A lot of cats grew up on our street, man. In our neighborhood, man. I mean, there's a lot of legendary dudes. You know Zeus or tiny Lister he's he's obviously uh, about 15 18 years older than me Uh, but his whole family grew up on my street Um, so did Todd Bridges Anthony Anderson a lot of fucking people man I'm just telling you you know Larry Allen great cowboy a lot of cats on the same street Um, and then you got Marcellus Wiley and and uh you know Travis Johnson and a lot of fucking famous cats uh not too far away and all in the neighbor in the same neighborhood though and that's why people ask what well, dad jam jb you know everybody well we grew I grew up a lot of fucking people man believe it or not and uh Debo's one of them and Debo, but uh you know it's funny cuz Suge Knight grew up in, in, you know across the street from me as well and uh I've known him my whole life. So coached his nephews at Compton college and Linwood high school. So, I mean, <clears throat> there's a lot of, uh, history there, but, uh, 2020 has just been fucked up, man. We lost pops in 19 and now we lose we lose uh, tiny in 20. And, uh, you know, I don't know if what cube did. I don't know if they got another Friday in or not, man, but, uh, I hope they did. I hope, uh, D I hope tiny was in it. And, uh, We we're just losing people left and right, man. It's been a fucked up year, to say the least. So, hopefully, we can get through it and uh, see what happens. It's funny though, man. Like, uh, you know, three thousand people are dying a day from COVID right now. They say Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani, he got COVID three days ago. He's out today without a mask, taking pictures, smiling, laughing it up because there's a cure. I mean, let's just be real. There's a cure for this shit. Trump got it. Giuliani got it. All the White House people get it. I, I don't know if the NBA and NFL players have it or not, you know. But everyone I know that has it uh, is struggling like motherfucker for weeks. And uh, you know, you see Giuliani get it, and he's three days out, great shape, no fucking side effects. But I know cats losing smell, sight, vision, all kind of shit. Taste. Can't tell me this ain't a funny grab bullshit. Pharmaceutical fucking trillion dollar business. Give us the pill, motherfucker. Like, goddamn, Trump ain't talked about COVID since he lost the election and he's still fighting this shit like a bitch that he is. And we got motherfuckers dying every day. And now Giuliani is clear and free after two days. Man, this is such a slap in our face, dog. It is what it is. But we are what we do, not what we say we'll do. I see all these comedians online on social media talking about how great California is. And I grew up here and did da at Rob Schneider. I like Rob Schneider. You know, he's always in Adam Sandler movies and stuff. And then he posted a thing like, but I got to leave you California. You broke my heart. Bye. Bye motherfucker. See, that's what people don't get, man. We are what we do. Don't say you love it and it's the greatest state and this and that, and but you broke my heart. The governor, Newsom, broke my heart. God, we've had shitty governors before. We're going to have them again. If you don't like California, fucking leave it. I don't get it. I don't understand. Why well, you need to make a spectacle out of it? There's a reason... Millions of motherfuckers move here every year. You don't like it, leave. You'll be one less fucking guy on the fucking freeway I got to deal with. There's a reason motherfuckers move here, man. (laughs) You can't beat the fucking things that you come here for. You can fucking bitch and moan about the governor. You can bitch and moan there's no high school football and junior college football right now. But nobody cares. Nobody gives a fuck about that shit. This is how fucked up this thing is. Santa Clara shuts down all activities. 49ers got to move to Arizona to finish the season. Yet UCLA, USC, the Rams, and the Chargers, and the Lakers, and the Clippers are all playing. In L.A. County, which is much larger and more at risk than Santa Clara. Again, leaders create more leaders. Not more fucking followers. We don't have any leadership. It is what it is. It doesn't mean I'm leaving the state of California though, you dumb fucks. Just leave. You ain't got to talk about it. You don't have to film yourself giving out food plates to the poor. Humility is rewarded in a lot more... In a way that you'll never understand. When you're good at something, you'll tell yourself... When you're great at something, they'll tell you. Just remember that. Hey, man, for The Real Coach JB, be safe, stay healthy. I'll be back Monday, hopefully, uh, Tuesday with the coaching show. And I appreciate you guys. Merry Christmas. Peace. I don't wanna fucking hear your mouth. I'm tired of hearing guys talk back, man. Just say yes, sir, Coach, You fucking hire me. I don't know no better. Fucking sick of it. Take your ass home if you all be in. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see, it's the last chance for you. Last